0: We are reading the next book, The Hostile, or Hostile, I guess. Hostile, duh. The Hostile Hospital. Hospital. Oh my gosh, I remember this one too. Oh, cool. Okay. A Series of Unfortunate Events. Book The Eighth. The Eighth. Chapter One. There are two reasons why a writer would end a sentence with the word stop written entirely in capital letters s-t-o-p the first of the wait the first is if the writer were writing a telegram which is a coded message for something electrical wire stop in the telegram the word stop would in all captors capital letters is the code for the end of a sentence stop okay a lot of this what he writes does not make sense (laughs) but there's another reason why a writer should end the sentence with stop written entirely in capital letters and that is to warn readers that this book that they are reading is so utterly wretched that if they began begun reading it the best thing to do would be to stop this particular book for instance would describe an especially unhappy time in the dreadful lives of violet klaus and sunny baudelaire and if you have any sense at all you would shut this book immediately drag it up a tall mountain throw it off the very top stop there is no earthly reason why you should even read one more word of this miserable treachery and the woe that are in store for the three Baudelaire children or any more than you should read than you should run into the street and throw yourself under the wheels of a bus stop the stop ending to the sentence is your very last chance to pretend the stop is a warning is a warning stop sign to stop the flood of despair that awaits you in this book the heart-stopping horror that begins every in the Very next sentence by obeying the stop, and stopping stop, so he just put like stop at the end of every sentence. Weird. Baudelaire the Baudelaire orphans stopped. It was early in the morning, and the three children had been walking for hours across the flat and unfamiliar landscape. They were thirsty, lost and excited, exhausted, not excited, exhausted. Thirsty, lost, lost and excited. excited, exhausted, which are the three good which are three good reasons to end the long walk. But they were all they were also frightened. Desperate and far from people who wanted to hurt them, which are all three good reasons to continue. The three siblings all had abandoned all conversational all conversation hours ago saving every last bit of energy they had to put one foot in front of the other but now they knew they had to stop if only for a moment and talk about what to do next the children were standing in front of the last chance general store the only building that they had encountered since they began long and frantic night walk the outside of the store was covered with faded posters advertising that was sold, and by the eerie light of the half moon, the Baudelaires could see that the fresh limes, plastic knives, and canned meat, white envelopes, and I know, I know and mango-flavored candy, red wine, leather wallets, fashion magazines, goldfish bowls, sleeping bags, roasted figs, cardboard boxes, con- controversial vitamins, and many other things were labeled inside the store. Nowhere on the building, however, was a was there a poster advertising for help, which is what really which is really what the Baudelaire's needed I think that we should go inside said Violet taking a ribbon out of her pocket to tie up her hair Violet is the eldest Baudelaire and was probably the finest 14 year old inventor of the world she always tied her hair up in a ribbon when she had to solve a problem and right now she was trying to invent a solution for the biggest problem and her her and her siblings had ever faced perhaps there's somebody in in there who can help us in some way but perhaps there's someone in there who has seen a picture of us in the newspaper, said Klaus in the middle of the, boat, the middle Baudelaire, who had recently spent his 13th birthday in a filthy jail cell. Klaus had a real knack for remembering nearly every word of every, of all the thousands of books he re, he read, and he frowned as he remembered something untrue that he had read about himself in the paper. If they read the Daily Punctilio, he continued, perhaps they'll believe those terrible things about us, and then they won't help us at all. Agory, Sunny said. Sunny was a baby with the most, and as with most babies, different parts of her were growing at different rates. She had only four teeth, for example, but each of them was sharp as that of a, an adult lion, and although she had recently learned to walk, Sunny was still letting, getting the hang of speaking in a way that adults could understand. Her siblings, however, knew that at once that she meant well i can't keep on walking forever and the two older baudelaires nodded in agreement sunny's right violet said it's it's called last chance general store sounds like it might be the only building for miles and miles it might be our opportunity to get some help oh look klaus said pointing to a poster taped high on the corner of the building maybe we can send a telegram inside maybe we can get some help that way would, who would we send a telegram to violet asked and once the baudelaires had just had to stop and think if you are like most people you ha- have an assortment of friends and family who you can call in times of trouble for instance if you woke up in the middle of the night and saw a, ma- a masked woman trying to crawl through your bedroom window you might call out your mother or father to help you push her back out if you found yourself hopelessly lost in the middle of a strange city you might ask the police to give you a ride home and if you were an author locked in an indian restaurant an, an Italian restaurant that was slowly filling up with water. You might call upon your acquaintances in the locksmith, in the locksmith, pasta, and sponge business, to come and rescue you. But the Baudelaire children, children's trouble, had begun with the news that their parents had been killed in a terrible fire so that they could not call upon their mother and father. The siblings could not call upon the police for assistance because the police were among the people who had been chasing them all night and they could not call upon acquaintances because so many of the children's acquaintances were unable to help them. After the death of the Baudelaire parents, Violet, Klaus, and Sunny had found themselves under the care of a variety of guardians. Some of them had been cruel, some of them had been murdered, and one of them had been Count Olaf, a greedy, treacherous villain who was the real reason that the Baudelaire's were all by themselves in the middle of the night, standing in front of last, of the last chance general store, wondering what, who in the world they could call upon for help. Poe, Sunny said finally. She was talking about Mr. Poe, a banker with a nasty cough, who was in charge of taking care of... He's starting to talk. I know. The children following their parents' death. Mr. Poe had never particularly been helpful, but he was not cruel, murdered, or Count Olaf, and those seemed to be a reason enough to contact him. I guess we could try Mr. Poe, Klaus agreed. The words... The worst he could do would be say no or cough, Violet said with a small smile. Her sibling smiled back and the three children pushed open the rusty door and walked inside. Wait, but he the orders. I know, I know. I don't know, man. What? Lou, is that you? called out a voice, but the children could not see who it belonged to. The inside the inside of the Last Chance General Store was crowded, as crowded as it was outside, every inch of crammed space full of things for sale. There were shelves of canned asparagus and racks of Fountain pens, next to the barrel of onions and crates of peacock feathers. There were cooking utensils nailed to the wall and chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, and the floor was made of thousands of different kinds of tiles, each one stamped with a price tag. Are you delivering morning paper the morning paper? The voice asked. No, Violet replied, as the Baudelaires tried to make their way toward the person who was talking. With dif- with difficulty they stepped over a carton of cat food, rounded a corner, "'only to find rows and rows of fishnets blocking their way. "'I'm not surprised, Lou,' the voice continued "'as the siblings doubled back past the stack of mirrors "'and a pile of socks and headed to the aisle "'filled with pots of ivy and books of matches. "'I usually don't expect the daily punctilio to arrive "'until after the volunteer fighting disease arrived. "'The children stopped, looking for the source of the voice "'for a moment and looked at one one another.' Thinking of their friends Duncan and Isadora Quagmire, Duncan and Isadora were two triplets who, like the Baudelaires, had lost their parents along with their brother, Quigley, in a terrible fire. The Quagmires had fallen into Olaf's hand, hands a couple of times and had only recently escaped. But the Baudelaires did not did not know if they would see their friends ever again or learn the secret that the triplets have discovered by writing down in their notebooks, the secret. The secret concerned the initials VFD, but the only other clues that the Baudelaires had were the few pages from Duncan's, Isadora's notebooks, and the three siblings had scarcely found time to look over them. Could Could volunteers fighting disease be the answer the children were looking for? Peyton, she knows the answer to that, and I do too because she cheated and told me. No, we're not. No, we're not, Lou. Violet, called out we're the three we're three children and we need to send a telegram a telegram called the voice as the children rounded another corner they almost ran into the man who was talking to them he was very short shorter than both violet and klaus and looked like he hadn't slept or shaved in quite a long time he was wearing two different shoes each with a price tag and several shirts had and several and several shirts and hats at once he was so covered in merchandise that he almost looked like a part of the store except his for his friendly smile and dirty fingernails Well, you're certainly not, Lou, he said. Lou is one chubby man, and you are three skinny children. What are you doing around here so early? It's dangerous around here, you know. I've heard that this morning's Daily Punctilio has a story about three murderers who are lurking around this very neighborhood, but I haven't read it yet. Newspaper stories aren't always accurate, Klaus said nervously. The shopkeeper frowned. Nonsense, he said. The Daily Punctilio wouldn't print things that aren't true. If the newspaper says somebody's a murderer, then they are a murderer, and that's the end of it. Now you can... Now, you can say you, wanted, now you say you wanted to send a telegram? Yes, Violet said, to Mr. Poe at Multuary Money Management in the city. It will cost quite a bit of money to send a telegram all the way to the city, the shopkeeper said, and the Baudelaire's looked at one another in dismay. Well, we don't have any money with us, Klaus admitted, but we're three orphans and the only money we have is being looked after by Mr. Poe. Please, sir. S.O.S., Sonny said. My sister means it's an emergency situation, Violet said, and it is the shopkeeper looked at them for a moment and then shrugged. If it really is an emergency situation, then I won't charge you. I never charge anything for things if they're really important. Volunteer fighting disease, for instance, whenever whenever they stop by, I give them gasoline for free because they do such wonderful work. Well, what exactly do they do? Well, they fight disease, of course, the shopkeeper replied. VFD, VFD Stop spy here each morning on their way to the hospital every day they devote themselves to cheering up patients and i don't have the heart to charge them for anything well you're a very kind man Klaus replied well it's very kind of you to say so the shopkeeper replied now the device to send telegrams is over there next all the porcelain kittens i'll help you oh we can do it ourselves violet said i built one of these devices myself when i was seven so i know how to connect the electro electronic circuit and I've read two books about Morse code. Klaus said, so I can translate our message to electrical signals. Help, Sunny said. What a talented group of children, the shopkeeper said with a smile. Well, I'll leave you three alone. I hope that Mr. Poe is a, that this Mr. Poe person can help you with your your emergency situation. Thank you very much, sir. Violet said. I hope so too. The shopkeeper gave the children a little wave and disappeared behind the display of potato peelers, and the Baudelaire's looked at one another in excitement. Volunteer fighting disease, Klaus whispered to Violet. Do you think that that's finally finally the meaning of VFD? We finally found the meaning of VFD? Jacques, Sunny said. Jacques did say something about working as a volunteer, Klaus said. If only we had a few moments to look over the pages from the Quagbire notebook. They're still in my pocket. First things first, Violet said, let's send the telegram to Mr. Poe. If Lou delivers this morning's daily punctilio, the shopkeeper is going to think that we're a group of talented children. Is going uh, Instead of, he's going to stop thinking we're a group of talented children and start thinking we're murderers. Oh, you're right, Klaus said. After Mr. Poe gets us out of this mess, we'll have a lot of time to think about these other things. Trosslink," Link, Sunny said. She means something along the lines of, you mean if Mr. Poe gets us out of this mess? And her siblings nodded grimly, and we went over to take a look at the telegram device. It was an arrangement of dials, wires, and strange metal implements that would have been too scared, that I would have been too scared to even touch, but the Baudelaire's approached it with confidence. I'm pretty sure that we can operate this, Violet said. It looks fairly simple. See, Klaus, you use these two metal strips to tap out the message in Morse code and I will connect the circuit over here. Sunny, you stand here and I'll put the earphones on to make sure that you can hear the signal that's being transmitted. Let's step, let's step to it. The children stepped to it, a phrase here which means took their positions around the telegram device. Violet turned the dial and Sunny put on the earphones and Klaus wiped the lenses of his glasses so that he could be sure to see what he was doing. The siblings nodded to one another, and Klaus began to speak out loud as he tapped out the message in Morse code. To Mr. Poe at Mulctuary Money Management, Klaus said, from Violet, Klaus, and Sunny Baudelaire, please do not believe the story printed in the Daily Punctilio. Stop. Count Olaf is not really dead, and we did not really murder him. Stop. A v- rite, Sunny said? Stop is a Morse code to end the sentence, Sunny. Klaus explained. Now, what should I say next? Soon after our arrival to the town of VFD, we were informed that Count Olaf had been captured. Stop, Violet dictated. Although they arrested a man with a tattoo eye on his ankle and one eyebrow instead of two, he was not Count Olaf. Stop. His name was Jacques Snicket. Stop. The next day, we found, uh, he was found murdered and Count Olaf arrived in town along with his girlfriend, Esme Squalor. Stop. Klaus continued, tapping away. As part of the plan to steal the fortune our parents left behind, Count Olaf disguised himself as a detective and convinced the town of VFD that we were the murderers. Stop. Ochner, Sunny suggested, and Klaus translated what she meant in English and then into Morse code. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, we discovered that the Quagmire triplets were being hidden and helped them escape. Stop. The Quagmires managed to give us a few scraps of their notebook so we could try and learn the real meaning of VFD. Stop. We have managed to flee from the citizens of the town who want to burn us at the stake for the murder that we did not commit. Stop. Violet said. Violet said and Klaus quickly tapped the sentence into the code before adding the last two sentences of his own. Please reply at once. Stop. We are in grave danger. Stop. Klaus tapped out the last p and stopped and looked at his sisters. We are in grave danger, he said, although his hand did not move on the device. You already said that sentence, Violet said. I know, Klaus said quietly. I wasn't putting that in the telegram. I was just saying it. We are in grave danger. It's almost as if we didn't realize the grave danger that we were in until I tapped out this telegram. Oh, Lemmy," me, Sunny said, and took off her headphones so she could lay her head on Klaus's shoulder. I'm scared too, Violet admitted patting her sister's shoulder, but I'm sure that Mr. Poe will help us. We can't be expected to solve this problem all by ourselves, but that's how we've solved every other problem, Klaus said, ever since the fire. Mr. Poe has never done anything except send us one disastrous home after another. He'll help us this time, Violet insisted, although she did not sound very sure. Just watch the device. He'll send He'll send back a telegram any moment. But what if he doesn't, Klaus said, Chon Sunny murmured, and wiggled closer to her siblings. She meant something along the lines of, then we're all alone, which is a curious thing to say when you're with your two siblings in the middle of a store stuffed with merchandise that you can hardly move. But as they sat close together looking at the telegram device, it did not seem curious at the Baudelaires. to the Baudelaire's. They were surrounded by nylon rope floor wax, soup bowls, window curtains, wood rocking horses, top hats, fiber optic cables, pink lipstick, dried apricots, magnifying glass, black umbrellas, slender paintbrushes, French horns, and each other. But as the Baudelaire orphans sat and waited for a reply to their telegram, they felt more and more alone. Yeah. Poor guys. Bad luck, huh? Yeah. They're like the bad luck bears. (laughs)